It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Bengals, your daily Cincinnati Bengals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What up, Bengals fans, and welcome to another episode of the Lockdown Bengals podcast. I'm your host, Jake Lisko, along with your host, James Rapine, coming to you every day here on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day, free and available everywhere you get your podcasts and on YouTube. If you like what we're doing here on Lockdown Bengals all year round, hit the subscribe button, hit the follow button wherever you get your podcasts or on YouTube and get updated when we drop our newest episodes every day. They'll come straight to your phone. James, there are free agents. It's that time of year when they are no longer compensatory free agents. They don't count against your cop pick formula, although I don't think the Bengals are playing in those waters this year anyway. But there's still some positions the Bengals could look at if they wanted to bring in some veterans. They have cap space. I think they have like the fourth or fifth most effective cap space in the NFL at this point, according to over the cap, which accounts for rookie contracts. So they have a little bit of flexibility. There are a lot of guys we could talk about here, but I really liked your idea. This is James's idea, just to be clear, giving him all the credit for this one. We're going to have a little, I know the draft is over draft of free agents. And, and the way this is going to work is, we're going to try to keep it somewhat realistic, understanding that the Bengals are probably going to use, I would guess, at most $7 million more million of cap space this year. And, and that's probably being a little bit generous with it. Uh, but we're going to do this based on preference. Who are the guys that were most interested in the Bengals mm-hmm. bringing in? Who do we think would help them more? And James made sure I knew he did a very fair coin flip yep. to win the first pick of our free agent draft. James, where are you starting? Yeah, you picked tails, and it was heads. So let's go, baby. We'll receive. We'll get this thing done. And just to to be clear, this is our preference kind of in order of the remaining free agents. We know the odds of the Bengals signing all three aren't going to happen, or all six, you know, Jake's guys or my guys. That's not going to happen. But it's in order of who's available. And if I get just to pick of who's available, well, it's pretty simple. This is a free agent draft, Jake. Well, who was my... My number one, where was my heart at during the actual NFL draft? Oh, it was at the center position with Tyler Linderbaum. He didn't make it to 31. Instead, the Bengals got a Swiss Army knife in Dax Hill. Love the pick, but that doesn't mean I wouldn't draft or, in this case, sign a center. Spoiler, offensive line matters. J.C. Treader available. I covered him in Cleveland for a short stint. I love it. I would love the idea of bringing a guy like J.C. Treader in here into Cincinnati. And Ted Karras, you flex him out the left guard. You end that competition, barring something unforeseen. You have five proven linemen, four veterans, uh, along with Jonah Williams. And to me, it would solidify their offensive line. So I would go after J.C. Treader. Um, I would sign him. And could you get him for 
you know, that seven million in cap or less. I, yeah, I think so. I think you could certainly get his cap number um, below that. So to me, that would be my number one. Now, with that said, I do not think the Bengals are going to go after him. But if it was me, the Bengals hired me today. I'd be like J.C. Treader, line one. Let's uh, let's see what my guy's doing, how he's doing, because not only does it bolster center, but it ends this left guard concern, at least to a degree, because I don't think anybody's really trusting Jackson Carmen at this point. Well, I think that people are expecting something of a left guard battle come training camp, and and you're right. It's because of the trust or lack thereof in the options on the roster J.C. Treader would be a fun ad. I think that would be an interesting one. Uh, I'm surprised he's still out there. I think that's curious. He'll probably sign around training camp, I guess, once things crystallize a little bit more for him. But I'm honestly surprised when you started talking about where your heart was. I thought you were going to go back to free agency. And I'm going to have fun with this one. Usually you're the fun one, I think. But how about a little little bit of uh, Rob Gronkowski? Oh, <laughs> look at Jake. Oh, my God, Jake. Did it. You like that think, one, James? I didn't think you were going to take Rob Gronkowski. I didn't think it was going to be a Gronk party on the shores of the Ohio. And yet here we go. I can already hear the music. Go ahead. Why did you, you going think you were going to be able to get him in round two? Yeah, Is I that- thought maybe round three. I thought maybe round five. <laughs> I, you know, I thought maybe round eighteen. You know, I just didn't think you'd touch him. And now suddenly we're talking about Gronk and the Natty. Um, I love it. Why'd you go with him? Well, if we're talking about things that would make a huge impact on the team potentially, I, I think Hayden Hurst will be a good wide receiver, like tight end who's mostly receiving for them, right? But if they can add Gronk, especially having Hurst. And this would be the the one guy, potentially. This would be the splash at like $7 million that they could prime away from Tampa, which we can all agree is very far from likely. But Hey, before the draft or, or during the draft, he was asked who, who what player has the most swag, and he complimented Joe Burrow again. I mean, I'm just saying. I get it. I get it. But he's still good. And he played 770 he snaps last year. He played 1,000 snaps in 2020 coming out of retirement. Uh, he's still good. He can still play in line. He's still a red zone weapon, and they they could use some help in the red zone. To me, Gronk makes them a better team, and you could play him on a snap count. You could unleash him in the playoffs a little bit if you can manage his load, keep him healthy, You know, pull that NBA veteran management kind of style out there. It was a hard decision, honestly. There's like a lot of really good players still mm-hmm. available. Yeah, But I, I, I wanted to have some fun with it, and I think Gronk, goes a long way in in making this team better on offense. Yeah, he does. No, he does. I'm jealous. I'm jealous you went with Gronk because I'm, you know, of the two of us, man, if we took bet online odds, I don't think many people would have said that Jake Lisko is the one taking Rob Gronkowski, look, especially after I won the coin toss. Look, man, I'm, I'm trying to have some fun on today's episode of Lockdown Bengals. So I love it. No, to, I love it. I, today we're getting fun, Uncle Jake, apparently. <laughs> running the free agency draft oh man it, it, it is crazy because there's a lot of guys i mean you know james bradbury was released uh melvin ingram's out there and Dominic sue someone mentioned to me uh yep. on twitter odell beckham jr's out there uh, larry Ogunjobi's out there and there's some other guys on my list that i want to get to and it's my pick 
coming up next. Rounds two and three. It's a three-round free agent draft. Of course, I go offensive line, and Jake goes offense. But you know the good news? We both went offense, which would balance out what the Bengals did in the actual NFL draft. But speaking of bet online, our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all things sports, wagering, news, and information. And I've used Bet Online. You should too. And whether it's NFL odds for the 2022 season, whether it's the NBA playoffs, which are in full swing. I got my Steph Curry shirt on if you're watching right now as uh, we record this game four of the Western Conference semifinals getting ready to, to tip off in a few hours on Monday night. So that's an exciting one. But regardless, if it's NBA, maybe it's Major League Baseball, where are you going to go with the Reds? Uh, you know, maybe you want to wager against them or with them or whatever. The point is, is Bet Online is going to have all the props, odds, and information that you need to make a wise decision, an educated decision before you wager on games. So check them out right now. Bet Online, it's free to sign up. You can use your mobile device, laptop, tablet, PC. So don't delay. Go to Bet Online right now. Bet Online, where the game starts. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. You're telling me we're not snaking. You just get to pick again right now. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, man. You just lost that. We, we can snake. You know what? Go ahead. No, no, no. We can snake. No, this wasn't in fair. the rules. It is fair, though. That, that's how it would work. We can snake. Go ahead. That's not how it would work. Look at the NFL draft. But if we are snaking, I'm going back to the defense. Oh, my God. Um, uh, uh, fun fun uh, Uncle Jake just got the hell out of here, and it's back uh, to Jake. I'm upsetting James because I'm, I'm not going to go get Odell Beckham Jr. for the playoff push when he's back from his ACL or anything wild like that. Gronk because- and Odell. Gronk and Odell. Let's just make it a damn all-star team. I just think it's so far from the realm of of possibility that they're going to sign a big name receiver. Anyway, I, I'm going back to the defensive line, like I mentioned, and it's Akeem mm-hmm. Hicks for me. I know he's older, 32 mm-hmm. and a half years old, but a really good interior defender who can do a lot for you, good against the run, can be a pass rusher. There's not a dynamic three tech. There's no Geno Atkins types out there. I know Larry Ogunjobi's out there. He's probably going to be a I would imagine, I don't know, he just got a huge contract because he's younger. And I think age plays a big role in the amount of money these guys are getting. But Akeem Hicks was a guy that our guy PFF Brad had projected at $8.5 million per year over two years. And so if it's a two-year deal, you can manage the cap hit in year one a little bit, get him under that $7 million number we sort of talked about. And, And maybe he comes in a little bit lower at this point in the offseason i'm not sure what he would be looking for at this point but he has a versatility to line up in a few different spots on the defensive line and does a lot for you 332 so he's not like a a 300 pound guy that you'd be playing only at three tech he could play nose all the way out to five any anywhere really from tackle to tackle and gives you some versatility there 
and gives you some depth there. Gives you a really, really solid rotational piece that sometimes can play alongside DJ Reader and BJ Hill. And that sounds like a really solid interior defensive line to me. Yep, no doubt about it. I mean, that would be one of the the areas you would expect if the Bengals did add a free agent for them to at least consider. Um, so interesting, interesting, interesting. And notice James Bradbury still out there. Uh, you know, I I, I want to go that route, but Jake, I think I'm going to leave him for you in, in the third round potential. Or, or no, I get back to back picks potential, right? Back you get to back. Snake. Yeah. Oh yeah. So let's go, baby. Let's go, baby. First, we got to get a guy that James Bradbury is going to struggle to guard, and and so is is Chido Awuzie and Eli Apple in uh, the rest of this team. And no, I'm not talking about Odell Beckham Jr. Um, in in this, to me, is where the Joe Burrow effect can matter. Because if I'm a guy like Will Fuller, who's a former former first rounder, couldn't stay healthy last year, came off of a career year in, in 2020, the, the Browns reportedly aren't interested in a receiver, so this reunion with Deshaun Watson isn't going to necessarily happen after his days in Houston. Uh, would the Saints be interested? Well, they just got Chris Olave. That doesn't really make sense. If I'm him, and honestly, Will, call me, because this is the smartest decision that you could make. Going to a team, and it doesn't necessarily have to be the Bengals, but a team where you don't have to do all of the heavy lifting. Because let's be honest, you're a bit fragile. I'm not saying you're injury prone or you're made of glass, but you are a bit fragile. You need to show the NFL that you can stay healthy. Well, what better way to do that than supplement Jamar Chase and T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd and be this super speedy downfield threat in a high-powered offense for Joe Burrow and company that's going to throw it a ton with a revamped offensive line. I think it makes a ton of sense, especially a quarterback like Burrow who can go off script, everything that we know with his playmaking ability. I get it. They might not, um, you know, play a, a thousand snaps. All right. I get because you're good playing behind these guys. But if you show you can stay healthy and still be that big play threat, I, I think that matters. So that's the first thing. The other part is would the Bengals be interested? I'll say this. They were going to draft him in 2016, 100%, not 80%, 90%, but he got taken before they could take him. And so they still have those evaluations. And I know it's a new coaching staff. I get all that. But speed, I think speed matters. And, uh, you know, Will Fuller would be a hell of a number four. So I'm going to take Will Fuller, give Joe Burrow another weapon. And, uh you know, I don't think it's going to cost a lot. I, I you know, he didn't, he played what sixty snaps last year. He's got a lot to prove. Um, and so it? I think that's I think since it was really low, Jake. I mean, so I, I think you could get him. Yeah. You might you might be able to steal him, and you get him in this situation. He's he's. It's not like he's mentally not there. He just hasn't been able to stay healthy. All right, come here on a one year deal, and uh, and reestablish your NFL value, and then go back out there and get paid. Yeah, I think Will Fuller, if if he was interested in taking whatever the Bengals were interested in offering him, would be a very fun piece, much the way Gronk would be a fun piece. He would have a That's situational fun, purpose. It wouldn't be red zone exactly, but the the threat of, of putting Jamar Chase in the slot with Will Fuller outside him and T. Higgins on the other side of the field with, you know, Maybe you put Chris Evans on the field too if you want to get real tricky, but maybe it's just Joe Mixon to put your best players on the field with Hayden Hurst or Rob Gronkowski, mm-hmm. then it gets to be pick your poison a little bit. And it's 
really going to challenge teams vertically. Mm-hmm. And currently, the, the offense isn't the fastest. It's a good offense, for sure. But the one thing that you could say they're missing is outside of Jamar Chase, that deep long speed. Yep. And so that's what Will Fuller does for you. So I would totally get it. I just, when we've talked about this off air, I say the same thing every time. I feel like he's going to be looking for an opportunity where he can play starter snaps, yep. which the Bengals don't offer. But I, I also get what you're saying where it's like, look, if you want a place where you can reestablish your brand, this could be a good place to do it. Will, call me and, and I'll, I'll elaborate further um, and, and we can work that out because to me, you've got to take a deep breath here and think about it and think about your long term as much as your short term, especially with the way these receivers are getting paid. You know, you want to go yeah. end up in, in Detroit and compete for snaps there. OK, or you could catch 50 balls from Joe Burrow as the number four because they're going to, you know, he's going to throw for 5,000 plus and be in the MVP consideration. So a uh, conversation. Um, all right. So the third pick, I almost feel like I have to do it. Um, you know, guys like Indomitian Sewer are still there and, and Melvin Ingram. Um, you took probably the best three tech, you know, Larry Ogunjobi's getting consideration here. But to me, oh, this is tough because I really like Dax Hill. I like Cam Taylor Britt. I'm, I'm, st- I'm, I want to take James Bradbury, Jake. I really want to do, I want to do that. You got to get a James on these, the team. I get it. But I also believe in these young dudes. And, and, and to me, it's like, where are they more shallow? Where, where should you add? And so it, it's tough because I would much rather add an offensive lineman um, than to the defense. But I already tried to do that, right, with J.C. Treader. I don't see a ton of guys out there um, that, that I would necessarily love to add. People are yelling about Quentin Spain. I'm, I think it would be fine, but is he certainly not an upgrade from what you had last year because he's what you had last year. Um all right, I'm going to do it. James Bradbury. I, you know, I, I think if you could get him, um, he would start opposite Cheeto. Cheeto was really healthy after being dinged up, you know, a lot of that 2020 season. And, and so now you have a bunch of depth. Dax Hill's backing up multiple spots. You have James Bradbury starting with Eli Apple and Cam Taylor Britt behind him. Um, you know, that you, you feel much better uh, about your depth there if you get nicked up. So, I'm going to take Bradbury partially because of value, partially because I do want to pick Odell Beckham Jr. At the same time, I agree with you. It's completely unrealistic, and I think Will Fuller is uh, more realistic. So that's the route I'm going to go. Uh, And I don't know how realistic Bradbury is either. I think more realistic than OBJ, but just from the way the Bengals do business, they just invested three picks into their secondary and brought Eli Apple back after signing two other free agents last year that are still on the team. Sure. It's a lot, and I know they value corner. I just think it's a lot to invest a corner. I'm going with a uh, Will Fuller style pick here for my last pick on the defensive side of the ball. I guess I was only fun for one pick, but what? Trey Flowers is a guy who, come on, for years was a premier pass rusher in the NFL for for mm-hmm. a solid three years from New England to Detroit, and then started dealing with injuries. Just turning 29 in August this year, still young. And if I'm going to roll the dice somewhere at an impact position, Will Fuller is a great idea. I'm not saying this is a better idea. I'm saying Will Fuller is gone. So I'm rolling the dice with a a guy that could be a really, really good pass rusher. And in my opinion, the team needs 
could could benefit from at least one more really good pass rusher. And mm-hmm. his price should be depressed by the fact that he only played 300 snaps the last few years in a bad program up in Detroit where things weren't going well. But if you add him as a rotational sub-package piece, and, and he could play starter snaps too. He's a good run defender. Gives you incredible depth and edge in a rotational piece that makes you better right away. So that's that's my thinking here with Trey Flowers from a rehab your brand perspective on the defensive side of the ball. And maybe you get good enough value, man. You get Fuller and Flowers, the two sure. Fs, double Fs, F squared, baby. And and it's you get, fun. You get both Trey Flowers in the NFL on the same team. So that's, that's an added cool. bonus. No doubt about it. Look at you. Look at see, mate. Uncle Jake is back a little bit. We'll see how fun you are. When we look at the best of the rest, other guys that the Bengals could sign. I've mentioned some of them, but we can talk about them coming up next. And look back at our, our draft because I don't know, is yours more fun than mine? I don't know. I think mine's pretty fun. But first a word from Rock Auto. Look, rockauto.com is the best place to go to get high quality affordable parts for your automobile and it could be something as simple as an air filter uh, you know the cabin air filter something that car parts stores or dealerships are going to charge hundreds of bucks for to do something you could do on your own by looking up on youtube and, and installing them on your own because it's really really easy even if you aren't handy well you could get those filters from rockauto.com or if you're a really heavy do-it-yourselfer and you need a f- fuel pump or any other parts for your car. Maybe you need uh, the mechanism that helps uh, the windows go up and down. You could get all of that in one spot, rockauto.com. They've been in the business for more than two decades. I've used them for my Daewoo. Jake's used them for his Mercedes Benz, and you should too. So go to rockauto.com. Check out all of the parts available for your car or truck. Be sure to write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Who had the more fun free agent draft? It's an interesting question. Gronk is hard to beat individually, but... Will Fuller is, is, a, is a pretty fun idea. So Gronk, Akeem Hicks, Trey Flowers for me. And I don't think there's any way they're getting all three. But if they did, for like $2 million each somehow, which again is like 0% chance of that. Maybe it's a negative probability, which I know is yeah. impossible. But you know, just to, just to hammer that point home, not happening. I think those three guys would be a whole lot of fun. You, on the other hand, who do you got? Well, Treader, Fuller, Bradbury, right? Treader to me unlocks the set, you know, unlocks the one question mark. Really, the biggest question mark on the team is left guard. Now, I don't think it's necessarily corner anymore. Defensive line, you could do that. You could say that to me, it's left guard because you got a bunch of, I don't know what the hell you got, honestly. And so Treader would do that. Fuller's a ton of fun because to me, 
I mean, my God, you, you put that guy. Th- I mean, just think about how much speed the Chiefs have had and these different teams have had uh, the Saints in, in their heyday when you just had these guys just Robert Meacham streaking down the field. Well, that's what the Bengals could have with their fourth receiver uh, in a guy in Will Fuller. Um, and then Bradbury's the best cornerback on the market. I, I mean, I think it's close. I think Gronk is more fun. Um, but I think my my picks two and three are probably a bit more fun. I don't know. Is Bradbury fun? I don't know. He might not I mean, be fun. I don't know if he can I, be I feel like you don't fun. think defensive players can be fun, period. Whereas to me, Akeem Hicks beside DJ Reader would be very, very fun to watch. The way DJ Reader against the Titans was fun to watch, like single-handedly sure. ruined their game. And, and yeah, you get Akeem Hicks beside him, that would be fun for me. And, and honestly, if I was going with for the most fun, I would have went, you know, Gronk receiver receiver. Yeah. And, and so uh, that's that's the part of it where, and, and honestly, I think they should add a receiver. And it's a kind of a good segue. I, I, all the guys that we mentioned, if they had any of them, I would be I would sign off on it. I don't think I'm against yeah. any of them because in all likelihood they get one maybe. And, and I, I so, think out of the guys we named, they get zero. I think I think they're shooting Probably. lower. I think they're shooting lower. Like if we're talking wide receiver, I don't think they're looking at the Will Fuller tier. I don't even know if they're looking at yeah. the Emmanuel Sanders tier if well, he wants to play another year. I, I think it would be more like the Keelan Cole, Willie Sneed. Like these are guys that have come off the bench in the past and have shown that they can be useful off the bench. That, that's kind of where I think they are. Maybe I have to put my hot take chain on. Um Keelan Cool is it should be higher than Emmanuel Sanders, personally. Okay. And that, that's not I'm not trying to be mean to Sanders. I love Sanders, but he's older now. Fuller, um, certainly above him. But to me, this is where having Joe Burrow matters. Where I'd be like, I'd be able to maybe they should just call me in to freaking convince these dudes. If Will Fuller ain't getting paid this offseason, Will, you're not gonna make the money you want to make. But you need to show the league you can stay healthy and still produce. Why the hell wouldn't you want to come here? And it's a great insurance policy. You're if Higgins gets dinged up or Boyd or or Chase. You know the Bengals had a ton of health last year in the receiver room, so that that's the part of it. But you mentioned Keelan Cole; he's right there. Like he was the best of the rest for me. Like he's up there, and and I would like him. Remember that catch? And it was a catch. I know they didn't they roll it incomplete against the Bengals. The, the Jets touchdown. Cole, man, made an insane mm-hmm. touchdown catch. I think he can play. I remember watching him at Jacksonville. I think he could play. So if they got him 29 years old out of Louisville, wouldn't be uh, wouldn't be upset a- about that at all. I just have Fuller a tick ahead of him because I think he's just more talented. Yeah. Uh, and I think Willie Sneed is, is not a name that I just threw out there to throw a name out there. I think that that's in, in the ballpark of the kind of receiver that the Bengals could be looking at if they want help at the position. And I'm still not really convinced they are but they could be i think another position i i doubled down here on the defensive line but i think they're still looking for some help on the defensive line another chicago bear eddie goldman is a free agent i know he had a tough year i know he was injured but prior to and he's only 28 years old just turned 28 in uh in january he was a pretty good player for several years He's never been like a full-time player. He's doing 500 to 600 snaps a year, maybe 400 to 600 snaps a year. But I wonder what his market's like. Again, Mm -hmm. 6'4", 320 is more of a nose tackle, but gives you a little bit of push. 
gives you some redundancy there. If DJ Reader gets hurt or has to miss any time or needs a little bit of a break because these big bodies can't play full games, uh, you know, th- that that's a guy that's further down, I think, the top 100 and remaining free agent list that could be interesting. And then you could go to, like, the the veterans looking for the last year deal in Dominican Sioux. I don't think the Bengals would be in there, but, you know, you, you can't necessarily roll it out. Brandon mm-hmm. Williams, a guy that they have some familiarity with within the division, although he did not look as good last year, could be just the end of the career for him. Could be for a lot of these guys we're going to talk about here uh, down the board. And then edge rusher as well. It wouldn't surprise me a ton if they kicked the tires on one of these veteran edge rushers still out there. Pernell McPhee, Everson Griffin, uh, Tack McKinley. Is he still? Justin, Justin Houston. Yeah, you're going a little bit higher end there, but Justin Houston, Jason Pierre-Paul uh, at 33. the higher end. Jerry Hughes. High, higher one. name? Higher name? Still good, I don't though. know. Pierre-Paul wasn't great last year. Not, not Pierre-Paul, but Houston and Hughes are two guys that are still good, useful players, especially if you got to put them in a rotational situation. The Hughes is a guy that I thought about in the in the top three, and, and Justin Houston would be pretty near there as well, I think. Melvin Ingram, too. Yeah, Melvin Ingram is the one for me. But yeah, any of these guys that, that can give you a little bit more juice. Because that's the thing. You you, you want to have a, be able to get to the quarterback with the game on the line, and you want another playmaker to – because you can't have enough of them, especially if you get dinged up. The Bengals don't have – I know they need some receivers that play special teams. All of their receivers behind the big three are special teamers right now, right? Mike Thomas, Stanley Morgan Jr., and Trent Taylor. At some point, you need a dude that can be a dude for you. And so that's why I would be in on receiver. At the same time, yeah, I, there's a reason people keep talking about Larry Ogunjobi. He was fine mm-hmm. last year. Yep. But if they went out and got one of these other guys, absolutely. Um, as far as edge, I agree, right? Like, I, I would be open to it. I think they are banking, like, especially now. It's, it's Joseph Osai time. And, yeah. and th- they might be right. I hope they're right because that would be a lot of fun. Yeah, and and the other the other thing is you got an offensive lineman, and I wonder, I wonder if they're interested in adding an offensive lineman. It would it would probably be like a training camp thing. Like they start if they get thin in training camp, are they looking at some of these veterans out there? Matt Paradis, another center who could come off the bench if they needed if they just needed a veteran and they weren't in the JC Treader market. Uh, a name to talk about Eric flowers. I know some people are probably cringing about that name a little bit. Former first round pick was actually has been pretty been good okay. yeah. for the last couple of years and in a couple of different spots, he's a free agent right now. And then you can go on down the list and, and it maybe gets a little bit worse. Uh, Trey Hopkins could be back. Say Quentin uh, Spain. So you don't I get doubt it at this point. Quentin Spain, of course, I think is one to consider those. Those are all, offensive lineman that if they decide they need a guy those could be some guys if riley reef decides he still wants to play and they need a tackle for some reason riley reef honestly, could be a guy honestly i if riley reef wanted to play i think he would make a ton of sense because he could yeah play back up either tackle spot now because he yeah. spent his career at left tackle obviously right tackle last year and i think he'd be fine at guard and and so he would give you that flex plus the leadership and everything. I just don't know if he wants to play, if he has any interest, yeah. but hell, he almost got a Super Bowl ring last year. Like it might be worth, worth coming back and 
he's got that positional flex that Frank Pollock's looking for. I I wouldn't mind it because I, I think Riley Reef today, even after the injury, is probably better than what they have at left guard today. It doesn't mean it's going to be that way in October, but as of right now, man, it, it would be a hell of an insurance policy to add someone. And that's why I said Treader. I think he's the best lineman available. You put him at center and you feel pretty good about one through five. Yeah, and some other linemen out there. Just actually, maybe we should just mention some names that uh, we haven't discussed that are probably considered to be top of market by consensus. I don't think the Bengals are interested or would be able to pay these players, but Jadavion Clowney is one. Odell Beckham Jr., I think, will get money somewhere. Odell. I think he's too good when he's healthy not to, but he is coming off the ACL. Julio Jones, I don't think they're going to be interested in Julio. I think Julio is still going to try to be starting. Antonio Brown, I hope nobody's interested in, quite frankly. The guy needs help. I hope he gets it. And then Daryl Williams and Eric Fisher, a couple offensive linemen that for various reasons are still free agents. One of them, Eric Fisher, coming off the injury a couple years ago. And Daryl Williams is honestly perplexing at 30 that he's still available. I, I don't know if I understand that one, but the Bengals probably feel pretty good about tackle right now and so some of these guys that primarily play tackle they're probably not as interested in at this point no no i I agree even though to me you're still one play away from isaiah prince deontay smith and and they probably feel fine about that and that's exactly right they're like well yeah that that's that's exactly and so it's it's one of those delicate balances um yeah but uh yeah that's the fun part i i do think they're going to add someone and hopefully it's someone we named because I think we named some pretty damn good players, Jake. So uh, it, it is kind of crazy to think about the names. I'm not saying everyone has huge game. Yeah. But you could put together a team. I mean, let's just say Gronk, OBJ, Will Fuller, Baker Mayfield's almost available. He could be your quarterback. Like you could put together a a fun group, a fun team, um, just of yeah. free agents that are available. Some names we didn't mention I just want to hit before we get out of here. Joe Hayden. Corner, sure. Why not? I, I mean, I know there's a history there, but he could be a, a, a valuable piece there. And Ode Abushi is a guy that I've wanted them to sign as a backup guard for a couple of years, and he is still a free agent. He was solid for the Chargers last year off the bench. Anyone you want to hit before we get out of here, James? I think we hit on everybody, um, honestly. Uh, Anthony Barr? Yeah, that, that, that's what he's I, still, I don't yeah. think they're going to sign a linebacker. No, I'm, I'm just throwing either. a name out for fun. Yeah, yeah, that's one that we haven't seen. Um, Billy Price is still out there. I don't think that's yeah. happening. My guy, my guy, John Ross is out there. That's not happening either. So, uh, I, honestly, of all these, I hope they get a fourth receiver because the last thing I want to be talking about week seven is not enough weapons, right? Hayden Hurst doesn't. Let's just not talk about it then. Everyone will be oh. healthy. It'll be fine. There you go. There you go. It'll be fine. I like Can it. Can you hear me now? Hey, if. If they're on the Built Bar plan, they got a real shot. So There you go. That's going to do it for this episode of the Lockdown Bengals podcast. We'll be back again, as always, every day this week with more content as the Bengals continue their offseason program. We'll hear from Zach Taylor by the time we record next. So hopefully Joe Burrow as well will have some insight from the head coach, maybe the quarterback. Until next time, Bengals fans, day and have a good one. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. 
Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.